bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, yeah, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, yeah, so I have to chase it down, but no stack, cause I will blow your back, bring it back, this whole throw it back. Ayo, converse selling out, they got their thumbs tied, re-up on my deal, let's make it one five. Anyways, we're here with Tate Lovett for the, for the two time. Gang. I'm back, you already know. We got some questions. I got some questions prepared. All right. So first question: What should we expect for the extended Good Times documentary? Um. So if you guys didn't know, um, I had a magazine called Good Times. It ended a year ago today. Um. And through some talking and some persuasion, I'm extending the documentary. And I'm taking out 10 minutes in the middle and I'm adding 20 minutes to the ending or maybe a little longer, maybe longer than 20 minutes. It's still not finished. Um, but essentially, I'm making it longer and instead of it ending at Fognon going longer, it's going to go a little more in depth into what happened, what were the problems, who's the instigator, what the real allegations were and how good times ended to a T instead of a FaceTime call for the six minutes at the ending. Because the main goal of it is to send it into like film festivals. And I knew that there were some short links in the middle that weren't really important and the ending that was very bad. So I'm ending it kind of for my own sake to make it better. Yeah, I, I watched the ending. It was kind of... Uh, it was kind of, when I first watched it and I saw it ending, I was like, so that's it? Like, that's it? I mean, like, I'm glad I knew you because if I didn't and I watched it, then I'd just be straight pissed. Like, I'd just be mad. Because, like, it just ended with it's a. It's still the, still the that's fucked ending. It's not going to have a different ending. It's, it's just the in depth portion of it. Like, you're still. Everyone, no matter what, when they watch the Good Times documentary, they're gonna watch it and be like, "Yeah, so that's it." <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's it. Like that's there's gonna be no happy ending to it. But like, after I watched it, I like asked you more questions. So then, like, it kind of made me was like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like an unexpected, like mid documentary, like while making it, he, he just did. So it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, I totally feel it. Yeah, we're uh, definitely we're gonna go one more in depth into it, but it's it's still gonna be the same off shit ending. <laughs> yeah, it's like really insane how like like I I swear on everything I did not copy you, but like it seems like the stuff that's happening in the good times was like slowly happening to the lost ethereal, cause that's why we ended it, cause Ryan left and I couldn't do it by myself because like he was helping fund to fund stuff. Yeah. Like the t-shirts and like the magazine and stuff. So like when part of that just dips, then you can't really put that back together on your own. I mean, topping such a shitty like way of saying it. I mean, that's just how shit goes. I mean, like I had three different ways of funding through Watchmen. I'm not gonna say how, but like you could definitely tell which the three ways of funding were. You know. Yeah, I know how you fund it. Like the way you said in the uh, issue one, you rob banks. No, we did. We did not rob banks. Um, that was just like a. <laughs> that's that's a funny thing. Um, nah, that was just like a. We wanted like a funny thing of like how we met, but like we had three ways of funding. 
Me, Nelson, third party I'm not going to talk about. And, I mean, when, when half of it, when, I mean, a quarter of it is gone, you know, it's shit. So, I mean, I get that. When half of it is, you know, the critical portion of it, that's trash too, you know. Um, but, I mean, it's not, it's just business, you know, with a friend. And that's never fun. Yeah, I never, I like finished the doc. well, I didn't finish the Lost Theory documentary. We got like 30 minutes in because we were still in the process of filming. And I have a problem where I like, I'll like get like 10 minutes of it. I'll be like, yeah, this is sick. I'm uploading it already. But I'll always, I'll always have it like unlisted. So then like only my friends can see, but my friends are like the only ones watching it for real, for real. So like... I'll do like 10 minutes, I'll make 10 minutes of it, and then upload it unlisted and show all my friends. Then do 20 minutes, upload it unlisted to all my friends. Then once we hit 30, Ryan left, and then I was like, dang, I might have to just like, you know, release what I have, because I can't finish it talking about another brand that defeats the purpose of a Lost Ethereal documentary. So, are you and any other like kid like making like a brand in a documentary and stuff like that? Yeah. I, I do I wasn't I wasn't I didn't have the idea of the Good Times documentary until late issue two. True. And it wasn't even like the story, the name or whatever. It was just like me and Nelson were like, it would probably be smart to start videoing this shit. And yeah. we started going at it. And then that was when the whole Jane Smith thing happened and it was like, alright, now we gotta start recording shit. And then it wasn't until December two thousand nineteen when I got, you know, some extra friends to help start doing the producing for it. Mm-hmm. And we started putting together a storyline for it. And I had originally a half hour of pre-Good Time stuff that was all about me, that was, like, cut out completely. And it was about YouTube. And that was, like, completely scrapped. Like, we didn't even edit it. It was so bad. Like, I did... There's a whole second or first part of me sitting in my family room at my own my hometown with all of the shit um hold up let me see if i can send you a photo of it all right it's um it's like me in my family room with all of the shit like my couches my rug my mattress like the skateboards that hadn't come out yet like all the shit that like went like days before i was gonna move and it was like the interview right there, but I talked the whole time about YouTube and then the batteries died. So then I was like, All right, we're not even gonna use this. And one thing that like, I'm kind of glad that we ended the magazine, the Lost Ethereal magazine. Like I'm still cool with Ryan, but like it was terrible. Like no offense, but like he like really didn't do anything. I, I was mainly carrying the whole magazine. Like if I, if I was to stop, like take a break, nothing would drop. Like, yeah. I, I was kind of doing everything mainly. He was kind of just there for the physical part. Yeah, I get yeah. yeah. it. He was there for, like, the, the like, digital part. But, like, the documentary, it made me realize how much I like filming and how much I like making, like, documentaries and stuff. So, after Lost Ethereal ended, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to give the clothing thing a little, like, one last shot. So that's when I did Sumo Heart. And then, see, when I do brands, I always try to do like a bunch of extra stuff with it, just to seem like a, like, just so I can like, 
not like so I wouldn't just be giving people clothes all the time and but give them a more behind the scenes type thing. So I do like the podcast. The, uh, make it make it more than just clothing. I totally get it. And what what I was getting at with um, I think I think I never really finished my my point, but with um, with the documentary it was like. I had this big plan and it got scrapped and I was still filming the documentary because it was going to come out the night of the fashion show but obviously nights before the fashion show the whole story changed so I had postponed it another month and then the story changed again so I mean like sometimes when you're making a story and you think you got it on lock and you're still making it maybe wait until you think your story's at a close until you know you go into it or maybe with your brands if you think like oh this might not work out maybe just completely cut everything off for like four months and like indulge into magazines indulge into film indulge into you know a ton of different forms of media and like figure out what you really really like yeah figure out kind of what you want your clothes to be that's exactly what i did for 1988 from april to august I strictly talked to only three people, bought a shit ton of vinyls, bought a shit ton of magazines, bought a shit ton of other stuff, and then like, you know, went on and on and on, and then I, um, after my injury, so then like, I had, you know, the first two logos that had something to do with my injury, and then, you know, the background, the you know, like the New Year's Eve stuff, all the good time stuff, and then you know everything else going for there. But you see, sorry, I'm also gonna go ADHD on you. Do you see that photo I sent in the chat? Hold up. Dang, can I look at the chat wall? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the photo. Yeah, that's uh, that's oh, from that's the Yeah, that's from the unreleased uh. That's one of the unreleased clips. So it was much, much higher, the shot. But it was like me, the couch, and then like all the shit of like me moving. Oh, you were moving to 1988, California? Yeah, before it was even like a thing. Jeez. Yeah, so I was like what the first shot of the documentary was going to look like. So just like, just wanted to ask, what did he ever, what did he do for the like the documentary 12? Nothing. Um, except for help. I mean, I, actually, uh, that's a lie. He, without, oh shit, without, like, giving, like, too much away of, like, the extended cut of it, um, because I'd, I'd actually really like for everyone else listening to check out the extended cut of the documentary. Um, he hit me up. We had mutual friends. I really liked how he asked me questions. I thought he'd be good at interviewing me. He wanted to direct. I said he couldn't direct. So then he was like co-producer, um, which a director is the person who has the idea. And I mean, it's in its word direct people, but he's not on camera, mm-hmm. um, which is originally what my idea was, was I was doing my interviews last and everyone else's first as a director role. Um, and he was more producer. so he would be able to be on camera, be interviewing, have ideas, but they were my storyline first. Um, We did my interviews, we did Nelson's interviews, my car broke down and we were gonna go to LA, and I was like, all right, or no, my car got stolen actually. 
and he was like, all right, we're still going. I'm like, we have no way of getting there. He's like, bus. So he got us all bus tickets. And we went to LA and I was like, all right, this dude really cares about this shit, you know? Yeah. He asked, he asked questions for the yellow shirt Nelson interview. And that was about it. He didn't really do too much for the documentary, except for really kind of hype it up, get me inspired for it. And then uh, um, get me to cut out that stuff about YouTube. Um, yeah. And what did uh, Argo Lean do in the documentary? Film. Film? Oh. Yeah, just strictly film. He and I went to middle school together. For real? Yeah. Um, we would like skate and shit. Um, he was the only other kid that really like actually skated. Um, so yeah. like, we got along with that. We originally met in like fourth grade. Um, at church. <laughs> and like, do you skate? I used to, yeah. But actually, when I was with him in middle school, I broke both my feet. Um, at the same time, off a um, staircase, and it was bad. So I haven't really skated since then. But I, I tried to uh, like maintain like staying in the community by like making the skateboards in the magazine and shit like that, mm-hmm. and like doing other shit, you know, instead of just like bumming around not doing shit, you know, yeah. like it's not really like something I'm very interested in now, but like. I was trying to, trying to stay with, like, you know, when I was a kid. I mean, like, I got, like, a car and shit now, so, like, I don't really... <laughs> yeah. I kind of skate, like, for transportation. And, like, when I'm with my friends and stuff, I don't really skate, like, personally. Like, I don't really take it serious. I don't really want a career in it or whatever. I mean, I... Career in it to skate. I mean, like, Duck and I, are, like, have this great idea to, like, weekly start, like, riding bikes around Berkeley. And yeah. just, like, just bike with people like i mean i could take it serious but like nah i would i don't i don't think i'd be like like rodney mullen good but it's whatever but uh, i always try to include like skating in my like films and stuff i always try to like put the culture in or whatever yeah big ups to that 7 a.m video i really like that oh yeah and like the group i'm in now we kind of do like you know like skate films mainly and stuff like illegal civ type stuff yeah i fucking love them yeah i love illegal civ have you seen summer of 17 yeah dolan and i i've seen all their shit dolan and i had a really good conversation with mikey and uh sunny just recently yeah they um mikey bro i have i have a shit ton of respect from everyone from illegal civ they they have conversations with you and don't care about anything else that's going on except for that conversation until it's finished. Oh. It's very impressive. Like I I I I envy that type of respect that they have for other people that they don't know. It's it's amazing. Yeah. There's another who's another Kevin Abstract. Nelson and I had a conversation with him a few years ago and he was just fucking the nicest guy. Needed were Kid Toms wasn't even a thing yet. He was just like the nicest guy. Yeah, Illegal Civ is a pretty, pretty good skate team. Whatever. I watched mid nine. I watched mid nineties for the first time, like two days ago. How'd you like it? It was. It was. It's pretty good. I like. It, it made me want to skate though, but I don't have a skateboard. So. <laughs> um, what'd you think of uh? 
the like perception of skateboarding in that movie? Do you think it was pretty spot on, or do you think Jonah Hill kind of butchered it? I mean, Jonah Hill, he did, he did a really good job, and I liked how hard he was like trying to incorporate incorporate like the skate culture and stuff. Yeah. Like, cause I watched like a whole bunch of interviews of the movie, like after the movie was made. Yeah, those were spot on, bro. He 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 had the question. He had like the answers loaded. Yeah, he had like he was on like Jimmy Fallon and stuff, and he did like the shoe com- complex thing, and he kept talking about how he really wanted to just like respect skaters and put their culture inside the film. And I my my favorite person in the mid nineties would probably be. Um, not Kel Smith. He's like really good. He he was really good in the movie, to be honest. He was like the only one who actually like had a future for himself. Yeah, I really like um Olin Brennan. He did a really. I think he was like <laughs> like very good, like acting, not acting. Sorry about that. Um, oh shit. Um, like acting but not acting. Dude, Sonny Soldier is older than me. <laughs> I did not know that. that. That made me feel so young because he's like so small. <laughs> I mean, that movie shot like four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, sure. Probably, ah, fuck, probably longer than that, honestly. Um, that movie came out in 2018, didn't it? Yeah, the people, the people I kind of film with now, I kind of like them because, like, when I, you know how like I've had like 50 different brands. Yes. After Lost Ethereal, mm-hmm. they kind of was like, "All right, just here. This is like your best one right now, and I feel like this one is actually gonna take off. So I feel like you should stick with this and like not change up anymore." I was like, "Yeah, true." Yeah, but, I feel. I mean, I went through so many different phases. Yeah. Like I had a podcast at one point. Um, I think I saw that the like cover was the ski mask. The good time ski mask. Um, it's private. Uh, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's around anymore. Cause um, I've I've seen that before. It was like a podcast, and then it was like the good time ski mask as the cover or whatever. It might. Yeah, it might be now. I don't think. I don't think it's around anymore. Um, because we had like forty hours of podcasting. You have to pay for that on Spotify or SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, I, I did a lot of research before I like interviewed you for the first time on That's the Art Radio. I did a bunch of like researching. Damn! Why did you bring it up then? I would have talked about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that shit. What the fuck? I would have talked about that shit for a minute. <laughs> I don't know, cause it was like that was like my first time interviewing anyone like on a no, podcast. I'm just fucking with you. So I was like. Dang. I was. I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of nervous, especially after Ethan left. I was like, "Dang, bro, I don't even know what to say." Plus, I had like three. I really had like two questions. I only had like two questions done. Don't worry, bro. I'm just I, like procrastinating stuff. Um, I don't think it's on. That's crazy. It's not on iTunes anymore. <laughs> Me checking my own podcast is on iTunes anymore. Um, yeah, it was. I'm you said what? Sorry, say it again. I was about to tell. I was about to tell you. Uh, I used to do music, bro, and it was like on iTunes and stuff, and it was like so bad, dude. 
and it takes forever for stuff to get on uh like itunes and stuff and like spotify so it can be like a week for it to get up there and yeah I think for my podcast it only took like an hour like 30 minutes it didn't take long 88 hit the brakes almost didn't make it in time <laughs> we were like very close to not making it um all right i'm gonna go to the next question that uh, what should we expect? What should we expect in issue ten? Um, so it sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Sorry, say that again. I said issue ten kind of sounds weird. Like, is it issue ten or like issue zero ten? Issue ten. Uh. I mean, what does it say on the thing? It doesn't even have issue on it. It's just good times. The book. <clears throat> Are you releasing the cover before you drop it, or? The cover is the first cover we did. Oh. It's essentially eight new pages. Eight. Oh. Just eight new pages, but every single Good Times magazine of the best. Like the best of the best. Some some pages that were in it that didn't make the cut. Some pages that are in it that didn't really get enough recognition. Um, like all the interviews, all the the hijinks, you know, the meaning behind the hoodies, um, Roland Berger, Dude Tour, Neville from iCarly, me getting arrested, Matt, Chase. Wait, Neville? Who's that? Neville from iCarly. Yeah, who's that? You don't know? Have you seen iCarly? Yeah, I've seen iCarly like a million times. Oh, is he that kid who like wears the button up every day? No, that's Freddy. I'm talking uh, Neville, root of the day. Neville. He had like orange, no, not orange hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like blonde hair. No, I know, he, he, the root of the day. Come on, man. All right, anyway. All the kids like with that dude, bad baby, the chords, stuff, um... Um, skateboards, comics, all the shits. Like oh, every oh, oh, never. Okay, okay. All the shits in one, and uh, basically it's just one giant good times. It's like a couple hundred pages. Mm-hmm. And later on, we'll, we'll make a completely brand new one. Yeah. You know, projects that we got going on. A little like polish or something like that. Yeah. This this is something that was gonna come out like a year ago, like a year ago today. You know, like literally today, a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when the magazine drops, I'm gonna probably buy one and like do a video where like me and like the whole like Lost Advisory crew probably reads it or whatever or like reviews it. Yo, that's so dope. Review it, yeah. So yeah, if y'all went very in detail and like fucking said all your shits about it, I, I would be so interested in watching that for real. But cause me, I think me, Ryan, Brandon, and Ethan are like the only and Matthew are like the only ones who really like paid attention to the good time stuff. Everybody else kind of like all my friends have watched the documentary, but like. Only a couple of them kind of like was like, oh yeah, this is cool. I'm gonna check this out. 
I mean, no, nah, there was a big group of people. I mean, y'all came after Good Times. Yeah, we did. When Good Times was around, it was a big, big deal. I mean, like, it's a little broad of saying, like, you guys were the only ones, because there are a big group of people that gave... Oh, no, I, I meant, like, out of my friend group. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, out of your yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Sorry, I was just like, there's a big group of people that fucked like, I wouldn't have it only all fucked with it. But, yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah, that would be that would be super dope if y'all uh, watched that and uh, made a video. I'd be, I'd be really gassed to see that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Good Times Good times had a probably a hit big influence on, like, my branding and stuff. That's what's up. Thank you, dog. A couple other people let me know that, too. It's just, like, I, we were just fucking around, you know. Um, But the drops coming up. We have, I'm releasing three products for Good Times, and three more next week, and then two more the week after, and then most likely the extended cut, if I'm allowed to post it. Yeah, you should do like, you should do like films and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm trying. Pinnucker, I mean, this is so fucking out of pocket of me yeah. saying this right now, but me and Nuck are thinking about writing a, uh, like making a full film. And uh, putting it out sometime soon, and then like submitting it to film festivals and stuff like that, and see how well it could do. Yeah, you know what you should do? Yeah. You should make like a film for not like a film, but like a you know ten minute type video of like the art show, like before the art show starts, and like you planning it and stuff. Yeah, I'm mad down. I I actually have that shit kind of in the process right now but the art show is kind of interesting because i was doing it with sarah um cats and she right now had to fly back to new york because of covid like she was forced to fly back so now she's not in berkeley anymore and hold up that's another reason i was kind of hyped to do this you know podcast I've had like nothing to do except um, Netflix and homework, obviously. Yeah, I just got a text just now in the group chat. Sacramento on Thursday joined several other Northern California counties and formerly Oregon residents to remain at their homes and only to go out for essential chores. A violation in the order can be treated as a misdemeanor crime. Bruh. So, right now, we are being threatened that if we do this event it's a misdemeanor dang so right now um i'm seeing text up in the group chat as we're saying this that i'm going to have to cancel the april pop-up and make it uh <laughs> in august jeez summertime i mean yeah it'll it'll realistically probably be like the one year 1988 yeah Wait, I thought you lived in Berkeley. I'm sorry? I said I thought you lived in Berkeley. I do. Oh, you're just having the art show in Sacramento? No, no, no. It's it's everywhere right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This misdemeanor thing is everywhere in California right now. It's saying Sacramento joined in. So, like, every, like, right now, already the law in Berkeley, in San Francisco. Sacramento joined that, so even if these dudes leave to go there, it's a misdemeanor, you know what I mean? Yeah, so how long is that for? 
Uh, three weeks. So it ends the week of the show. <laughs> wow. So, we had so many different ideas of how we would cancel it and shit like that. And now, we may have to pull out, like, number, like, fucking, like, C, like, fucking, like, plan C. Like, we had, like, nine different plans. And, like, this is, like, the third, like, the fourth or fifth or whatever, like, what we'd have to do. Um after tomorrow and then cancel it um because it kind of i mean i i was smart i i i have a drop looped in with this shit just in case so like the fuck dude i hate this shit i hate this corona shit so much like dude i have i have so much shit revolved around it i mean so many other people do so like my problems whatever but we have a shoot we're supposed to be having a shoot saturday but, you know, being quarantined, might not even be able to have it. Yeah, it's garbage. I, I absolutely hate it. This shit is so... But, um, yeah, all my friends are fucking gone. Like, they're like, they can't fly back here. Like, Dolan can't make it, Sarah can't make it. Fucking, now my friends are, like, misdemeanor. So I may, I, I seriously may have to cancel this shit, which is annoying. But, um, this is happening in real time right now as we're recording this. But, um... Yeah, it's not fun, but, um, with, yeah, with all this shit, it's, it's no, no fun. Like, I had a, I had a, I have a lot of cool ideas with it, too. Like, it was, it was gonna be, like, top tier fucking tight, but we'll do it in August, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. That's, that's garbage. I mean, it's just a fucking repeat of what happened last year this time with the fashion show. I just hate that. Yeah, sucks, bro. Yeah, whatever. Um, but um, how many how yeah. many cases does uh California have? How many cases? Yeah, like COVID cases. I have no idea. It's like it was like seven, and then like before Wednesday last week, it, there a boat came in with fifty cases, and a now. Boat? Yeah, but like a fucking cruise ship. Jeez. Now, how many COVID cases are there? I don't know. There's a lot, I know. We got like 60 in Virginia. Yeah, we have definitely more than that. Um, my shit's not even loaded. Oh, it's growing. There's like a little map. Oh shit, it's fucking huge. Yo, we were supposed to have a festival, something in the water festival this year. And, like we were gonna do a documentary on it and everything. Like we were trying to work with Pharrell, but once someone s- swooped in and freaking like took our idea and patented it and got it confirmed with Pharrell before we did. That sucks. Then two coronavirus thing. Like, fully like canceled the festival and we're not having it until next year in April which sucks but we have, we have, sorry we have a thousand cases in California right now dang Eight yeah, that, that's crazy yeah, sorry to cut you off that's that's good and like everybody was gonna be there like Tyler was gonna be there Jaden was gonna be there Kylie Euclid was gonna be there so many people were gonna be there and we were like about to do as much as we could to like interview some artists 
and like we had so much coming for it but then like you know, somebody took our idea and the coronavirus thing came so that sucks yeah i mean everyone's shit's getting around um but i fuck with the new uh 7 a.m video that was really tight i could see like the transition into you like taking shit seriously it's cool yeah i uh I like the vibe of it. You're using my fucking yellow, but it's alright. <laughs> I, yo, I looky like while I was making it, I had a flashback to like this summer when like you were like, oh yeah, you can't use the yellow in the magazine. I had a flashback. I was like, should I use the yellow? I was like, you know what? I don't think he'll care. I was like, I don't even think he'll watch it. So, well, I, I am watching it, but I I did a. Uh, I did see that, I was like, fuck. But last year, this, I mean, last year, this time, it was a trademark. So, like, it was just, like, me, like, not, like, people to use my shit. True. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really don't care. Um, but, uh, yeah, what was I gonna say? Um, something else I wanted to talk about over here, but I, I just fucking forgot. Yeah, because we hit the 30-minute mark, so... Yeah, I'm fine going whatever, but fuck, I hate this. Um, not this, this, but the fucking shout out my friend Matt. He just made a song called Red Light. I'm using it in a video next week, and he deserves more recognition. So right. if you go, fuck it, I'm just shouting people out because if you look up, it's I T Z P R X D A A bitch on SoundCloud. <laughs> And you look up red light. He deserves more recognition. And slave, but honestly, we got calls coming out soon. And then shout out Dolan. Oh, I, speaking of coronavirus, I, I'm trying to tell Dolan to do a fucking um um COVID 1988 freestyle. Because <laughs> that's nasty beat. I want him to do it on. Hey, you should become a rapper. Dolan and I have a song that we made at Plognaw that we're never gonna release. Why not? Um, we called out his girlfriend. <laughs> oh man, because I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, if you sell out of like magazines in less than uh, like a month or like 30 days, then you should drop it. Or like some type I actually have a few of them, like, I only buy small quantities of shit. And then if people buy more, then I'll buy more online and then just ship it to their place, you know? Um, or like from the supplier I'm doing it at. Like, I don't sell, like I don't have enough room in my apartment to literally hold like 40 t-shirts or whatever. Like it's just not how I can live. So I mean like, I just buy a few quantity of them. And if no one fucks with it, then I have clothes for myself. And if people do buy it, then I'll just buy them. And then hold a few more, you know. Um, That's one reason why. Okay, if I sell more than ten magazines in the first night, I'll put out the song. I'll make that deal with you on here. If I, if I sell ten the first opening night, I will, I will put out the song. That's why. Like, oh, with, that's why with Lost Theory, I made like no money, cause I'd use the money that people would pay to actually make the like get the t-shirt or magazine made yeah which made was like i thought was like a great idea at the time 
because I wasn't, I didn't really care about the money. I just liked seeing my ideas on like paper and stuff. Yeah. So, do you have advertisements? Like, did you ever make them? Sorry, I'm very out of. You made yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like, I saw like the one year subscriptions. I was gonna cop one. I was gonna cop like a physical magazine, but I only saw like a one year subscription. Yeah. If you ha- if you have one, I'll buy one. But I I only saw one year subscription. I was like, I don't know if you still doing it anymore. <laughs> I don't cop yeah. subscription. Those are the current ones. Interesting. All right. Well, let me know when you put out like a literal magazine, and I'll buy mm-hmm. it. Or at least put it on there and not make it one year, and I'll I'll cop it for what it is for one year. I'll probably like buy like ten of them for right now, and then uh, put or like make like deluxe versions. Yeah, one or two deluxe versions of the magazine with like more extra details and stuff, and then I'll like put the deluxe ones on Depop or whatever, and not actually like put them on the website. Like, so, like, private deluxe. Yeah. Boss Advisor Max. Yeah. Yeah, just send me the link. I'm, I'm, I'm all over. I wanted to pop some, but there was just, like, nothing, nothing really there on the website. Yeah. I looked. But, um, yeah, dude, I'm, uh, I got, I got so much, like, so I got the Good Time stuff coming out. I got some stuff coming out with Sarah next week that's going to be so fucking funny if this actually comes out because it's so fucking controversial. Especially right now with one of the topics we talked about. Um, and it's going to be fucking gnarly. And then the week after um, is some funny election shit. Have you heard of Vermin Supreme? What did you say? Have you heard of Vermin Supreme? No. no. He's a man. Everyone who's looking, open up your Google Chrome right now. And look up <laughs> E-R-M-I-N Supreme. And you see a man... In a fur coat, the boot on his head, and a giant fucking beard. And his full name is Vermin Love Supreme. He's an American performance artist who is running for the fucking president. He's <laughs> running for president? He's been trying for the longest time. And he has a book come out called I Pony, a blueprint for the new America. He's a man that promises every single person free pony. For his presidency, and he has this big fucking scheme about how ponies are the new American wave, and that there should be a mandatory toothbrushing law. Wow. So we have a big thing. The first. I looked him up, bro. He looks so retarded. Bro, he's he's gnarly. If you, look, I'll send you a video after this. His his campaign thing is crazy. I voted for him. I'm putting I'm sorry? I said I feel bad for calling him retarded. It's probably not a good word. I mean, yeah, that's never a good word. I just I just said whatever. I, I didn't really say anything. Yo, um, man, have a boot on his head. Yep. Yep. Um But yeah, no, so we have shit coming out for that. Um Well, um I just got the text. We're not doing the art show. Um, that's tight. Um, so, you guys are moving it, or you're just not doing it at all? Now we're moving it probably to August, and doing a one-year 1988 party on my birthday, probably. That's the idea right now. Yeah, I know I didn't sing you anything last year for your birthday, so I'm gonna try to sing you something this year. 
You said send me something? Yeah. Bro, you don't need to do anything. Don't worry about it, but thank you. Uh, if if you if you constantly support the shit and you grab the magazine and you make the video and you have me on here talk my shit, that's all I need, bro. That's that's I'm here, my crib, doing absolutely nothing right now because of this lockdown. And me talking my shit about the brand I like, that's that's fine with me, bro. Don't worry about it. Um, but do you know what's coming out with Good Time to Drop? Or do you just know it's the magazine? Uh, I know you said you're bringing back like a couple of old Good Time stuff. Um, bringing back the, uh, the the new things that are coming on sale are the yellow... Have you seen the yellow slides? Mm, no. Yeah, I think so. I have yellow slides coming out and then a yellow bowling t-shirt. It was in the fashion show that I made literally a year ago that never came out. So that will come out. Online. Wait, you said the, is like the sh- you said the shirt's coming out? The the bowling shirt. The infamous uh, shirt everyone's been on my dick about. Oh, yo, those are hard. Thank you, bro. Yeah, those, the infamous the infamous outfit that I made like for myself for the fashion show that I was going to wear. Um, I'm finally putting it out. I just put it in the chat. This is the full fit I'm dropping. I also have a mirror, a Good Times mirror in an airplane pillow, but I don't think I'm putting that out. Dude, you sound like Tyler. <laughs> like, like Tyler and Supreme. They'll literally take anything and then be like, yeah, we're putting, we're slapping golf on this. Yeah, I mean, I knew that it was like, all right, Nelson, I'm like, we really like this type of fitted t-shirt. And I'm Sydney and Nelson's not. So it was like perfect. We're like, okay, we could both wear this shit and rock it however we want, you know? And then with the slides, Nelson didn't want the slides, but I wanted them. Because I'd, I'd take out the trash sometimes or like just go down the street to 7-Eleven, don't want to put on shoes. So I was like, I want to buy This is when like we were making these back when like Gucci slides were like the big thing. So I was like, all right, I don't want Gucci slides. I don't want like Adidas slides. So I like made my own fucking like design of how like I would want slides to look like. So it's like a yellow sole with a black black outside with like a yellow and black swirly line that I made. And I basically just distorted the Adidas three three stripe and just fucked it up. So it, it, it like what you're looking at is literally an Adidas like shoe, but I just fucked it up and made it my own thing and it has the Good Times logo on it. And then with that, I was like, all right, this is a comfy ass outfit. I might as well make like a toiletry set with it to like go to the airport or something with. So I made like a throw pillow, a neck pillow, and a, uh, a mirror for like my toiletries. And I was like, all right, this is, I also made a toothbrush at one point, but I was like, nah. Um, but I had like the throw pillow with me and I was like, okay, I can put this out. But then I was like, ah. Uh, you know what you should make? I didn't give a fuck about it. You should make a, like a COVID survival kit or whatever. Like, 1988 California hand sanitizer and stuff. Like, that would be cool. I was thinking about that, but I think a lot of other people are. Yeah. I think that, like, made me almost not do it, but I also, I think that shit, like, mad expensive now. Yeah, hand sanitizer. Like, the custom, like, even, like, the custom hand sanitizers. Like, I'm looking at one now, like, from a random website. It's 143 for 20. Like, 
they, they, they went from, my dad was talking, because there's, like, people he goes to for his business, and usually, they, like, they give him, like, the freebies, like, the custom cookies, or, like, the custom, like, keychains, or, like, the custom, you know, pencils or whatever, and then there's, like, the custom hand sanitizer, those are damn near, like, the last ones that people take, because no one wants them, and now everyone's, like, limiting them to, like, one or two. <laughs> Like, which is mad funny. And like, I would never think to make custom hand sanitizer prior to this, but now it's like the funny thing of like, those are the last items of custom things people are gonna make, and now it's like the hot item. Yo, I went on like, uh, totally promotional, and they have like custom hand sanitizer and stuff. All of them are out of stock. Yeah. So people was like trying to finesse and go on like the like custom get like custom handmade i mean not handmade custom hand sanitizer and like sold out i mean yeah that's what everyone's doing i mean last year for the bathroom show i, I made a uh, i was gonna make custom face masks for uh good times and like embroider them but then obviously the top fashion show went i didn't have enough time to make it happen so now it's like um I just have all these custom, I just have all these like black face masks that could definitely be embroidered. Um, which is funny because back then that wasn't even like a thing. Like there's no sickness, but now I have them and I was thinking about it, which is funny. Literally a year ago, this time, um, I wish I made them because that would have been cool, but I fucked up. I didn't know if Bruno was going to be this crazy. I would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's just, that's just so funny, but... You should try to get the, um... You should try to get the Good Times documentary on Netflix. That's an interesting... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that'd be really cool. I, I also want to try and get into film festivals, so I mean, like, that's the first step. And if they accept it, then... You know, it could, it could lead to something, I mean, like, something similar, or someone might buy it over, or something like that. But, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Sorry, I'm gonna mute myself real quick, because I want to blow my nose. Alright. But yeah, that, um... Sorry, I'm self-conscious about blowing my nose on here. <laughs> but, uh, I don't have the corona shit. Um, but, uh... Yeah, that um, that shit would be cool. I, I, everyone that has watched it says like, oh yeah, this shit's tight, whatever. And then like, I asked some questions about it, and they were like into it. In and I didn't really know how like cool the story was until like some dudes like went in like the detail about how crazy it was. Um, so I'm like fixing the shit that I personally don't like, and then hopefully it makes it better, and then. If I could get like a professional standpoint on it, moving forward with the new one, um, then who knows? I mean, like I I have no plans for it except for revising it and making it how I want it. Um, but it's cool. I'm like, dude, I I wish I had like a educated answer for you but I mean I have no idea like you know mm -hmm. I'm just like with good times it's so fucking back burner for me yeah 
Like, it's nothing I'm, like, thinking about constantly. Yeah, because you got the new, you know, 1988 California thing, not really worried about good times. I'm never, it's not like I'm not worried about it. It's one of the cooler things I've done, but, like, you know, getting so far out, and I got some cool plans for it to where, like, I'm not stressed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I have some ideas for it. I have one idea of, like, a giant fucking, like, 200 page, like, for a book. That could be cool, but, like, wouldn't be good Tom's brand. Do you like doing, like, the co-founder thing? Like, do you like having two people, or, like, just one person's better? Um, I always work better with two people. Um, I think when I had someone else working with me, shit would get out faster. Um, I think the dynamic is way more fun. Um, with 1988 though, I get to do my own ideas and have people like Tanner or Nuck or Dolan like work with me on shit or Sarah like work with me on shit. And it's like almost like that, but I get creative freedom, you know? Um, which is kind of what I like about it is like, I could have like a full collab on shit, but it's still my thing and it's still their thing. Like, I, I don't think there's... Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I don't think there was ever a Good Times lookbook. Is that ever gonna happen? That was a fashion show. Oh, true. And it's really yeah. Actually, no, I think we did a few. Um, well, let me go to the Instagram. I mean, like... Nah, we definitely did one. I mean, like, every single video is essentially a lookbook, to a certain degree. Yeah. I mean, like, you go to the first, or the second line, number four, I think. No. One, two, three, four. Like, number six on the Instagram. It's one of, it's one of the first videos with a photo on it. Um, that was a lookbook. That was before everything came out. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything was kind of a lookbook, to be honest. I mean, yeah, like, it, it was a lookbook for every single new thing. So it wasn't like a, like, you know, like a fashion show or like, you know, soft 88 type shit. But it was like, this is what's going to be coming out in video form. Yeah, I wish I had, like... Like, we dropped, like, two hoodies, two t-shirts, and a magazine, and that was it. I mean, that's essentially what every single Good Times Group was. It was, like, two hoodies, two t-shirts, this, you know? So we just put that into a video, and then the first big thing we did was the fashion show. I think I did Soft 88, where I had both Good Times 1988 and Tanner stuff all in one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh... Wish I had, like, a collection of, like, every single Good Times issue. That would be nice. Everything away, but you could possibly have something like that on Friday. Something like It's... I mean, I, I... Yeah, it's very interesting talking about this with you, because, like, there's so many things that I'm saying that I'm like, ooh, this might not come out yet, so I'm not gonna, like, get anybody excited for it. But... There's some stuff that could possibly like come out soon that people could like get their hands and stuff that almost came out like, like the skateboards. Like I put those out just on the glitter drop just for the fuck of it. 
saw that. I saw the skateboards. Yeah, I got like my last few. So like, it was whoever wanted and got them. Are they still selling at uh, Brooklyn Projects? Nah, that was only for a month. Because we realized that selling ladders were illegal. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then I got a license for it, so that's fine. Oh. Jeez. Wait, so like, I'm on the page now. It has all the good time stuff. Like, I can click on it. But then it just says like, sorry, that product cannot be found. Yeah, because it's not out yet. Oh. Oh, I'm I'm so dumb. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't trying to make you sound dumb. You're good. It's good. Um. Yeah. No. Just because it's not that good. I thought it would like have the price or something before. Nope. That's for a surprise. Price is always a surprise. Sorry about that. Group chats. <laughs> Yo, this summer gonna be shit. That's bad. Alright, yeah, let's wrap it up. For sure, for sure. Dang, it's been an hour long. Hey, that's crazy. I hope everybody enjoyed this shit. Um, if you wanna grab some of the new good time shit come back, it's on be online this I mean like Friday the twentieth. Um fucking if you can't afford that, we got some shit coming out the week after. If you can't afford that, then we got some shit coming out the week after. <laughs> and if you can't afford that, then just watch the documentary. Exactly. It'll be on 1988california.com. Yeah. And check out Lost Advisory, you know, because it's the best clothing brand in Virginia Beach. So. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, guess we're gonna end it here. Peace. Orange whack as fuck. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Don't wanna have to chase it down. Bottom stack, cause I will blow your back. Bring it back, this whole here throw it back. Ayo, Converse selling out, they got their thumbs tied. Re up on my deal, let's make it one five.